0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for the Fourth of July. I hope everybody's having a great weekend so far. Uh, just uh, a great time uh, with uh, holiday. I know my wife went to her uh, parents' home for a little picnic thing. I said, "I can't, I can't go. I've got to talk to pornographers." <laughs> <laughs> and um, of course, she's telling her folks. Uh, Pat had a meeting, uh, but anyway. Uh, that's the, the story on that. Uh, well, let's let in Kelly Richards once, because Kelly's going to be hanging out with us at uh, Exotica in a couple weeks. And she can get her audio going, too. Oh, Eric Mondi's got his
1: audio going. How'd you get it oh, Can you hear me? I, I see it both oh. on video and audio. I don't see myself, but anyway.
0: That's all right.
1: Well, you're we, you. we can everybody tell else, you what you look like. Everybody else sees you. <laughs> Okay, well, does does Billy remember me? No. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't been in contact with him today.
0: He's avoided my calls and my text messages. Oh, no. He doesn't
2: remember any of us.
0: Yeah. What happened on this end? Can I tell a quick funny story? You can tell tell as many quick funny stories as you want. Okay. so So I am house-sitting
3: for a friend of mine in a very nice neighborhood in San Francisco, but I went home today because I had to grab my mail. And so I go to the bus stop, and I'm sitting there at the bus stop, and, you know, I'm like the only person there and on the seat next to me at the bus stop, I find this book. <laughs> I <should> say, <laughs> was I, like, I got to take the book. It's, you know, it's just, it's too funny, you know. I should say. So All right. So I, I don't know who left it there,
0: but
1: I'm happy that they did.
0: <laughs> well, well, fine. Um, had, well, had Billy, had Billy D been here, I was going to let Eric Motti start things out with a story. Eric.
1: Yeah, well, he's not there, so should I say it anyway? Well, yeah, I don't care. You know, tell a story. Tell, tell. The story was was directed to Billy, so I mean... Oh, well, i all sorry. We'll pass along, him. <laughs> no, it was my early days. It was 86 out in Pasadena. We had a shoot, and it was just, just a, three, you know, a, a group shoot. It wasn't part of the plot. And I was with, I think, his girlfriend at the time, Nikki Knights. I was paired up with her. He was with a blonde, I forget her name, and... Uh, Peter North was with uh, Heidi. Um, what's her name? Uh, Gail Force. So, but anyway, that's what I was gonna tell him. He would remember it because he was right next to me with the girl. Oh. That was one of my early days. It was one of my first few. What movie was that? Gail Force's X Triple X work Workout. Oh, okay. All right. I say in the link, I Patrick. I you have a chance to look at it. Oh, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't look at I it. Know.
0: I saw the. I saw your movie, but I didn't didn't look so but uh also we have uh, sean elliott's with us that's great and richard pacheco eric edwards is with us now eric you were telling us earlier about a, a movie you shot with a crystal ball let's, let's talk a little bit about that
4: okay um well first of all i got the idea from a location that was uh way out in the boonies in uh, northern california Beautiful house, beautiful house. And uh, I had hired um, Ona Z because of her acting talents and everything. And, and uh, I, I used her in uh, another one of my movies, uh, Memoirs of a Chambermaid, I believe. Yeah. and uh, But anyway, I liked this location because it was so out there. You could look out on the deck and see mountains in the background, no city, no roads, no nothing. I mean, it was quite an interesting place. And so I got the bright idea because I have a lot of camping equipment, tents. I got tents and backpacks and all kinds of shit. And I got the bright idea of using my tents and backpacks and I'm getting Randy West and um, um, I, I can't think of the cast right now, but two couples Two couples are camping out in the woods with my stuff <laughs> and uh, and they they wake up in the morning like really sore because they're sleeping on the ground and rocks and everything like this. And, oh God, the girls are complaining. the guys are okay. Um, and then they they look up and up the hill and they see a a, a house way up there. They said, "Wait, that house wasn't there before." And it um, turns out, once they get up there, there's a mysterious woman who lives there, Ona Z. And um, she basically is going to uh, try and get them to understand each other as, as a couple and, and let them fall in love again because they're like fighting and all this stuff. It's, it's a love story made for couples. Anyway, uh, when they get together at the table for a seance, I bought this, I didn't buy it, I think I rented it. I, well, maybe I bought it, I don't know, a crystal ball. And uh, I had a hard time finding such an animal, but uh, it was pretty cool. We put it in the center of the table, and I had known this uh, guy who did a laser show in Hollywood, so I hired him. To do basically laser uh throughout the production once they go off into their la la land uh, they're all sitting around the table the crystal balls in the center and they join hands and then zing the laser hits the uh the ball and it glows and undulates and they all go off into their own little fantasies and stuff. It was, it was an interesting concept. Um, but I, I had fun with it. And Nick Random played Finnegan. I don't know if you know Nick Random, but I used him in a few of my movies whenever there's comedy you know, to be performed because he's fantastic at it. He played Finnegan, the dog. And a little doggy dog that, that happened to be there at the location. And I thought to myself, wow, that little doggy is cute. I think it was an English terrier or, or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm going to write that dog into the script. <laughs> so I'm going to call him Finnegan. And it's, it's Oma pet. However, it's really a human, Nick Random. So, uh whenever she refers to him and pets him and everything like that. Oh, come on, Finnegan, stop sniffing her crotch, you know, <laughs> something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot of jokes played about that. Uh, it's, it's a cool little movie. I, I like it. And it wasn't one of my huge budget ones, but it was, it was a good one. But uh, yeah. Then I, then I had a, a sex scene actually performed within the laser itself the laser beam comes out from a point and and comes out like this and uh and the the actor and the actress are like down or it's a three-way actually two girls and a guy and they are within this wild crazy laser show and I, at first i had to ask the guy is this gonna burn them or something is it gonna like ruin their skin <laughs> i said oh, we're, we're cool it's okay, uh, but it's it's rather interesting. And like I said, I'm probably the only adult film director who's ever had a sex scene filmed within a laser beam. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: tell you. us, tell us the title again. What's the title again?
4: We uh, in a crystal fantasy. Okay, I'd love to. Sometimes they just call it crystal fantasy.
0: What um, whatever happened to Nick Random? I need him on a, a poster um uh i think it was let's see showdown was the uh was the name of the movie in
4: 1985
0: i lost touch oh okay he, he looked older when he was in that movie in 85 um let's see and a crystal fantasy was made in
1: 1988
2: okay thank you I'm writing this all down.
1: Portia <laughs> <laughs> Lynn,
0: Randy West, Ona Z, Tiffany Storm, Maggie May, Jeremy Logan, FM Bradley, and Frankie Lee were the main
1: people. Trek, may I ask you a quick question, please? Yeah. Patrick? No, go ahead. Uh, well, can, you, can we solve this problem? I can't, will this be with me every week? I mean, or is it something? No, I can, can, see be can see you we
0: can see you. Maybe it's a long way. we can hear you, too. I don't know.
1: I yeah, know we problem. hear you. No, I know that, but you can see me? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Eric, try there's doing a this. little, little one camera TV to the TV
3: left now? or right of your screen.
1: Wait, I can't hear you.
3: I said there's probably a little itty-bitty camera to the left or right of your screen.
1: Um, okay.
0: All, all the way Eric, to on top. the bottom all the way to the top there's a view button click the view button it'll either put it all in squares or all in you so like a little square?
3: square you just hit that button there should be like it'll be like it'll look like um what is it um the tic-tac-toe thing kind of rubik's cube
1: yeah i'm what hitting that, it and nothing happened okay well I'll just let it go we can see you and that's fine all right all right you can see me i've had that problem too in my old age there you
3: go.
0: This technology stuff is not always fun.
1: I know. I don't know if Patrick put a new thing in. I guess you put a new thing in, Patrick. A new program.
0: Maybe maybe Zoom updated itself. It could have been. I mean, yeah. they do updates, so, uh, yeah. so... Call that's... me after
5: the show, Eric, or tomorrow or something, right. before I go away. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll walk forward. you through it.
1: All right. Thanks. There's
0: Thank yep. Kelly. I can see Kelly, but I can't hear Kelly. So I can see Kelly's car, I think. There's Kelly. Yeah. I can see her face. Half put- Turn the camera, Kelly. If she tipped the camera this away, we would see all of Kelly. I'm spending uh, some time with Kelly in a couple weeks at Exotica in Chicago, so I can't wait for that. And also, Herschel's going to be there to get some fucking deep dish pizza. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spoken just <laughs>
3: like a native. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love what Beth told me. You know, Herschel wants steak. I was like, you're in Chicago. Why would you want steak? They have deep dish pizza.
0: So he found a steak place. <laughs> I found a steak place that's right around the corner from where we're staying. And they had a, a New York strip for 71 bucks. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, I bought a 16-ounce ribeye here
4: tonight for 30. And it came with mashed potatoes. So <laughs> Why don't you all come up to my place and we'll barf right you. Yeah. <laughs> There you go.
1: The deep dish pasta, you got to have the and right
0: then, wh- And What does a deep
3: dish pizza go for?
0: I don't know. I, I, they're delivering. He says the best deep dish pizza is at some place, and they're not open due to COVID, but they'll deliver it, which is great. I can is, order G. is it Gia
5: Marcos? Is it Gia Marcos?
0: Not that one. It's another one, but it's like, uh, well, good, because I'll order it about 9 o'clock. We'll get back to the room at 10, and then we'll eat pizza. So. Uh,
5: you know. I,
1: don't, I don't understand. As a, as a, as a full-blooded Sicilian, I don't understand this thing with deep dish pizzas.
5: If you can't fold the pizza and read the daily news at the same time, I can't.
4: I can't. <laughs> cut it in it, it
1: pieces nice. oh, I'm with I you.
5: Just know
3: that I think when you're in New York you should get pe- they have thin pizza, thin crust pizza.
5: And then when you I like the
1: Bronx, way to the Margarita, you know, thin crust I agree with you. Manhattan. Charles, you're all right. When
0: you're there, do it. When in Rome, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: thank, thank you.
0: Hey Kelly, how are we doing?
6: I'm good. How are you?
0: Are you, You're not driving, are you?
6: No, of course not. I'm putting my makeup on. Oh, well, you're cannoli,
3: For us, thank you. Uh,
6: for some, for me. <laughs> you
0: need that for us. But i right. was uh, telling the folks that we're going to have uh, some time to spend together in um, uh, Chicago. We've got, uh, let's see here.
6: You guys are making me hungry. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. I need my cannoli. I hey. Hey, Manja. Again, are,
1: you, Kelly, are you are you Italian like I am? I'm Sicilian.
6: Uh, yes, I'm Italian. Yes. All right. I'm
1: full-blooded. I'm both sides.
6: Both sides, Kelly. Uh, you know, I I you know it's funny. I, I that's one question I never asked. I think it's Northern. Did I lose you? Oh, you're here. Uh, okay. I oh, there she,
1: she is. Wow. I think
6: she's Northern Sicily.
1: Nice. Both of hey, my I grandparents are the same side of Sicily, like, you know, right. some I'm 100.
6: I know is I know how to cook Italian. That's all we need, right?
1: Can you make gnocchi?
6: Yes, oh, I, I love gnocchi. A gravy too. A good gravy. Yep. My grandparents
3: are great at making gnocchi.
6: <laughs> cavatelli. Yeah. My favorite is fettigini. I remember. I, I remember Kelly from
4: uh, the. Uh, Orient Express.
6: Oh God. I love that movie. <laughs> I do. I remember that one. I really love that movie. That was with um I
4: it's a it's a it's a fantastic movie.
6: I want to Yeah, w-
4: you and I were in the vestibule. Yeah. yeah
1: now that now that yeah, I look I'm at your eyes, give I, give color, you I can a see a your you
6: can well,
2: see Richard my Patrick is with us.
1: And uh, Richard, now
0: you worked with—did you work with Billy D at all?
2: Yes, many so, times. Tell us, uh, tell us a
0: Billy D story.
2: Um, well, uh, one particular story: um, shooting a movie with Seika, and um, it was a big movie. Uh, this was the one that never came out. It, it had, wow. a, had like a six hundred thousand dollar budget.
3: Wow! Uh, Holy
2: cow! Yeah, this is a once in a lifetime experience. In in this movie. Uh, I had a lead part in this movie because uh, John Leslie and I worked a lot with Sam. And uh, when we did the movie Talk Dirty to Me, Sam went to war with the producers of this movie right after it came out because they cut out a critical scene of the movie. Sam and them couldn't be in the same room without a fistfight breaking out. So they and that movie becomes a hit and everybody's talking sequel. And they come to John and me. They want to do Talk Dirty to Me Part 2, but not with Sam. And Sam says, don't do that. We'll make our own sequel. And John says, I don't know. They're offering me a lot of money. And, uh, and he said, "Besides, you know, every time I do something nice for somebody, I end up getting fucked. <laughs> so John goes ahead and makes this movie. And uh, Sam and I, you know, we're not real pleased that he made that choice. But Okay. Movie gets made. So down the road, a year or two, Sam's got this fish on the hook for she has no idea what she's doing as a producer. And he tells her it's going to cost this is this much. And and she doesn't know anything. So she said, "Okay," Um, And the end of the budget ends up. Boom. So in this movie, my payback for being loyal to Sam is I get the lead part in this movie. And John plays the (laughs) Schmendrick that I always play. So that was great. I had 12 days in this movie, um, wow. and uh, I'm rehearsing. In, in, I hadn't been in the movie in six months. I had a new baby. I was completely out of shape, um, psychically for porn. Um, I was physically, I was perfect, and I'm working with Seiko, who I'd never worked before, who's like the number one racehorse in the world right at that point and I'm pretty tense about this because one sake is bigger than me and when a woman's bigger than me I turn into her little brother it's not a sexual place for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway I'm gonna fuck her and I, I, I do all my preliminaries I don't have sex for three days prior to the scene and we go we were shooting at August in San Francisco in the sound studio there Bob Vossi's and it's about a hundred degrees in the fucking studio it's and uh, it's horrible and I'm queasy uh, okay, I'm also so fucking nervous, I, I can't believe, I'm so tense, and uh, somebody had some tequila, and I go, okay, that sounds like a good idea, and I took a <laughs> shot of tequila, okay, and then somebody else had some Valium, and I went, well, a half of Valium, <laughs> okay, I took that, um, and I'm not telling anybody what's going on, because I'm a star, yeah, right? you know? I, I can't act like, I'm, you know, I don't know how to do this, um, but I'm freaking out. I'm fucking freaking out. And then when, after I took this stuff in the heat, it, I'm fucked up and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm staggering now. And I go, okay, you really, <laughs> that was a bad idea. You know, you made yourself worse than you were. Um, <laughs> and how am I going to tell Sam about this? It's not going to loom large in my acting legend. Um, So (laughs) finally um, I'm in makeup and I say to the makeup lady, she's time to go. You know, she's putting my makeup on. I said, I don't feel so good. And the next thing I know, the word gets to Sam because everything is, you know, he's tight ship there. And he says, well, let me know if you're going to go, we'll do something else. If you can't do this. And uh, okay. And uh, so I'm, going to my, I have a room, I have a, my own makeup, my own um, dressing room, uh, which is very rare at stage A, you know, maybe the women get those, but I had a dressing room and I go to my dressing room to try to sober up or get my shit together and my door's locked. to My dressing room. And I'm i am locking on the door and I hear one minute please, one minute please. I walk in and Billy D is having a cocaine party in my, my dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> goes, we'll get out we'll get out okay okay so that's my Billy D story um,
5: uh, you should have tried that too Ollie. you would have had the whole thing for that soon. No, I,
2: I know if, if I snore cocaine I think I'm the hottest guy in the world but my dick takes a cab and leaves town
5: uh, yeah. I, I do happy. ain't working on the volume in the tequila either uh,
2: well you know. I was having a bad day black rock you know all the way <laughs> we've uh, all had them Yeah. Uh, uh, Let me say about Billy D that he was the guy everybody loves seeing on the set. Um, A gracious, uh, good time kind of guy. I don't think I ever heard anybody say a bad word about him. Uh, Popular with the ladies, always a a woodsman first class, steady Eddie. Um, He got a pass on the racism of the era of the era. Uh, the only guy I know that it did, and it probably, and I don't know if he would talk about this or not, but it's just, uh, for the obvious reason, he was a light-skinned fella. Um, and he probably took a lot of heat from some of the darker-skinned folks who didn't get to play the game. He was the only black guy in the game that I uh, had to, that, when Jack Baker came along at the end, um, things were Tony changing into into in video by then.
6: Yeah. And um, Tony Montana.
2: Well, Tony wasn't black, was he? He was, the, he was no, Latino.
6: That's very Portuguese, yeah.
2: Yeah. But, it, you know, back in those days when you asked why there were no black people, uh, you'd get told shut up was the first thing you got. To, what are you writing a book? Shut the fuck up. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but also, it, it just was a business decision because if you had uh, black actors, especially fucking white women, um, you got no Southern distribution at all. Which was a huge, yeah. a huge slice of the pie. So that there, there, there should be, there shall be no black people in porn. It's what happened for a number of years, and that was the way it was until video came along.
0: Uh, I believe that's how uh, that's how Larry Flint got shot because yeah. he featured a black uh, interracial couple in uh, in Hustler. I think one was Desiree Cousteau, and uh, uh, somebody got incensed over that, and that's that's how they shot why they shot uh, Larry Flint. Well, there was one. Can gigantic- I make
2: it- let me fin- finish this part of my story. There's one gigantic exception, which was in Behind the Green Door with yeah. Johnny Keys and Marilyn Chambers. Oh, but yeah. that was yeah. the scandal was what made that a popular movie, movie.
6: Yes.
0: And can, he's, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Well, he said that he he made her pass out, and he was so scared. He says the next thing you know, he says a black man kills a white
1: woman with his dick. <laughs> he's going to jail for <laughs> <over laughs> years. Oh God. Can I ask Cavi <laughs> a quick question? Please? Sure. Sure would you do the for not, you do the greatest imitation of a northeast Italian American. You got it down pat. You know that, right? Fucking A, man. Fucking A. <laughs> it What's came on? from working with John
2: Leslie and Joey Silvera all the time. Yeah, when well, I was with them. They're my two paisans, yeah. And you were talking about gnocchi. One time uh, John John taking me and Jamie Gillis out to dinner in North Beach, some Italian place, and uh, I don't eat a lot of Italian food. I, lo- I love what I know, and... Uh, I got, I wanted gnocchi, but I didn't, I wanted it in Alfredo sauce, because that's what I just, Oh, no. Well, that's what John did. He, no, no, what's wrong? You fucking Jew, you don't know fucking shit. <laughs>
6: you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> give me you nice, a <laughs> you nice,
2: I'll give you a nice marinara red sauce, your red sauce. No. Don't, 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 he's telling the waiter, don't get, don't bring that to you. Don't bring that shit to them. Put it in a red sauce and bring that. And you, you'll, you'll, trust <laughs> it. you'll, you'll like it. And then he goes back to talking to John.
0: Uh, Kelly, let's talk a little bit about uh, what what you did with Billy D. and Have you worked with him?
6: Oh, I think Billy D. was my first black man in all my life.
0: Right. Hey, could you turn your phone horizontally and and then we can no, see. No, I don't.
6: Uh, why? Because it comes
0: out better in the video. That's why.
6: Okay. How's that?
0: No, uh, there, you, go. Yep, there you, you, you are. There you, are. you, there are you go.
6: Hi. You look great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Oh, I look horrible. Thank you, though. So so billy d, I think yeah billy d was my first um uh, african-american and i love billy d i missed him terribly i spoke to him i think once or twice he was in scotland at the time since i've been back and um uh, oh him and, and nina hartley who was my first girl girl and him we did debbie does dishes he was i mean great.
3: that i'm in mean that movie. i remember that
6: yeah i remember that we, i think we did a, a a a, second one but billy that was my first her show oh my god (laughs) i miss all you guys i i really do i i think we had such a such a uh family oriented um camarades back then that um that's what i miss the most is uh yeah so where you from originally kelly i'm from boston
1: uh, uh, okay the North End, yeah, I guess. Right?
6: Hotter, faster, deeper. Come on, baby, you can't tell.
1: <laughs> Wicked hotter, faster, deeper.
6: Right, where the fucking <laughs> hot. Slap that ass. <laughs>
5: I got a
0: bat like your Swamski over here. <laughs> yeah,
6: then bring it on, baby. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well,
0: Herschel's with us, and uh of course, uh everybody's here except Billy D. I know where is he? In Boston, where looking, looking you. for you. Him a couple, I, sent him, I sent him messages and uh, links, wow. and he promised. And so we're just talking now, like he's dead. But anyway, he's you know. where is he located, Patrick? Would he have a problem with the time? Maybe. No, I. I. He knew the time. out am in West Coast. I think around San Diego. So, so this is the, this is the second time he stood you up. Yeah. So then that means uh,
7: we're in right? the pot, Howard. So, so in other words. So he's, he's dead to you
0: now, right? Well, I, <laughs> uh, he just won't get asked back, so it's just one of those deals, and I feel bad. But.
2: I remember seeing him tell you on, on video, some previews, he said, I'll be there unless I can't get away from Costco. Can I that Remember he, that?
0: Yeah, then he said Costco is closed today.
7: Oh, he well, works he, at Costco's? Costco is closed today. Yeah. Anyway, that's... Um... Can, I, can I ask a favor, please? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hi, guys. How you doing? Uh, Steve Beal. How yeah. are you?
0: Hi.
4: I'm anyway, good.
7: Uh, uh, Patrick, can you get that background of Show World Center and send it to me so I can put it on my... Because uh, I work at Show World Center. That would be, uh, you know, really great. We'll, we'll work with Steve on that. Uh, especially for my, my, my Buddhist community who thinks I'm an the guy you know that'd be great
2: what are they yeah can you, can I'll, you I'll find do that for me <laughs> can you send
7: find that the photo to
2: me? And, uh, Please? send it to you what i said first of all, i'll find the photo and send it to you so you can uh, have it as the background and stuff but i do know that the last time we were on here together and you mentioned it i said that there's a facebook group called the 40 deuce where it's all these photos of 42nd street area um and I sent you uh, uh, an invite to the groups. I figured you might like seeing some of uh, the um, the the Forty Deuce back in what it used to be before uh, Giuliani came and turned it into an outdoor, uh, mall. Oh hell
7: yeah!
2: He became yeah.
0: Yeah, it's all different. That's pretty now. cool.
2: We're
0: we'll gonna see for it. Yeah. I get it for you, Herschel. So so I'm. While Herschel's here, let's talk a little bit about your relationship with Billy D and what movies were you in him with and tell us a couple of good stories. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah. i talking to me. I don't know if he wants his...
7: I don't
6: know movie?
7: if I don't know if he wants his... Uh, <laughs> I want, I he wants his <laughs> well, that's too late for I, that. B, uh, Billy, <laughs> D, Billy D to me. Oh, I'm no. sure there's other great people in the current day, but Billy D could perform sexually on camera if he was in a coma. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the amount of cocaine we were ingesting back then was, like,
4: <laughs> ridiculous.
7: And he could always perform. I, I could. Uh, anyway, uh, Billy Billy was great. Uh, he, he was a great guy, great performer, um, had a great first wife. I don't know if anyone remembers her, Georgia Drug. What was it? What was her real uh, her stage name, Patrick? Oh, I have to look it up here, but I can't. we we do we, we, we. What a what a hot woman. Yeah. Anyway. So uh. Yeah, Billy. Uh, I I'm just gonna relay one story. It's not that exciting, but. <clears throat> um. So so one day I'm doing a scene with Billy. And, uh, and uh, a three-way scene, and, uh, and the director wanted me to call him the N-word, you know, some racist trope bullshit, you know. And, and I said, I, I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. So Billy goes, oh, Herschel, it's cool, man. It's all right. Go ahead, man. No problem. And I said, no way. I'm not gonna do it. So anyway, he he now knows me as a non-racist even though I had a secret membership with the KKK, but I didn't <laughs> want to put that on phone. Yeah.
0: Uh, her name was Susanna French.
7: Yes, yeah, Suzanne French. Eric, do you remember her? Oh uh, yeah. Suzanne French, Georgia drug. Howie? Uh, you might have met her, Howie.
1: No bells. No, I don't. Well, Herschel. No. Herschel? I was telling yeah. Patrick at the beginning I was in a three-way with the, with, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Billy, in Pasadena with uh, Nikki Knights and, and uh, Gail Force. Wasn't he married to Nikki Knights? Or a girlfriend, you remember? Well, she was married to her.
7: The Georgia drug was the real name. She, le- she left the business and married the owner of Flying Tigers Freight. Companies. She became a multimillionaire. So I don't know what happened to that, that deal. Nicky
1: Knight. No.
7: No. Oh French. I'm telling you. Uh, what her name is, Suzanne French or Georgia Drug. Yeah. I don't know uh. who else he married. But um
0: yeah. And then um
7: so, so 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 what so what do you so so why don't we call Billy right now, Patrick and like break his balls.
0: You want to do that? Well I text him and I I message him on uh on Wherever on uh, Facebook, yeah, I, I would have. You can call him.
4: Sorry.
7: Hey, where are you at? A- a- anyway, look, look, guys. As long as Billy's not here for us, um, I have some recommendations on on television shows. So I got into this show that was originally an Australian movie called Animal Kingdom. Well, they they put a TV show on TNT with Ellen Barkin. This show is amazing. It's on Amazon Prime. If anyone has Amazon Prime, Animal Kingdom, check it out. It's amazing. Is anyone familiar with this?
6: Season? Aren't they sure towards the end of their season, so? though? Yes, the
7: children? new season's starting in a few days, but uh, okay. it's a great show.
6: Now, you she in great, jail, though? Ellen Barkin, isn't she in jail right now for the, in the movie, in the show? Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. She's in jail? Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, John in Alaska, we've got certainly, uh, a, a plethora of adult stars in the room. Did you have a question for any of them? Uh, no, I don't think so. They're <laughs> very interesting to hear all this history going on. Right, for sure. Yeah, uh, did you uh, have a favorite Billy D movie? You know, I don't think I ever saw him in a movie. All right. All right. Charles, how about you? I know I've seen him in
3: something, but I can't remember what because that was probably in the eighties, I'm
5: guessing. And that was such a long time ago. Maybe <laughs> it was started in you. the late eighties, Charles. I think yeah. it was the late eighties.
1: No, maybe it was a link I
0: sent you. <laughs> he was um in eighty one in any place any time, which was one of my favorite movies. He got started in about seventy-seven.
5: Oh, I thought it was late eighties.
0: And he wow. walked all the way through to... um he worked all the way through, um, like, 96. Um,
1: so he, yeah, I worked 185. 18 How long
0: years. How long has he been at Costco? I don't know. Well, he, <laughs> he, he goes to England for most of the year and comes back for, like, three months. Well, with the pandemic, he came back and stayed. And then um, his wife, uh, uh, the Georgia lady, her relative passed away. And so both uh, Georgia and uh, Billy were at the same funeral, and then he had her sign my "Any Place, Any Time" poster as well. So that was kind of cool. I got a a two for one deal there. So I was really excited about that. So,
4: so Patrick, Patrick, uh, what set me straight? Um, I I heard that he was also a preacher on the side. Yeah. is that yeah? I, I heard that. Yeah. Does he have like a church or? Um, um, what does he do?
6: Well, He does missions. He goes out and does missions now. So he goes out and um, just preaches among like the public. Uh, he's just oh, okay. yeah. this, he just over in the province. Yeah.
3: That's kind of an interesting ch- yeah. transitional
6: ready, change. Yes, you are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys are making me cry. I missed you guys. <laughs> wow. It's been a long time.
2: I missed you the first time around. I wish I knew you then.
6: <laughs> wow. Well, we'll just have to make up to it for it then. You don't want me now. It's all over.
1: <laughs>
2: history. I'm
6: Maybe. old, monogamous, and tired. I have perfected the deep throat at 55 years old. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll
2: considered divorce. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Can't you get your wife to
2: join in? Glad I you no. Know. <laughs> Those days are over. <laughs> she gave oh. it the office. She let me have. She let me have twenty years in the business. You know that was enough. Oh yeah.
0: So Kelly, uh, you're uh, going to be at Exotica, and you are also working on a book.
6: I am. I am. I actually, uh, me and a co-author, uh, hopefully, be done by the end of this year. Right. Uh, writing an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. All
0: right. Fantastic. Now. Um, Richard Pacheco's written one, Eric, are you going to be writing one? Me? Yeah.
4: Everybody wants me to. And, uh, I, I, I've thought about it and thought about it. Uh, but after, uh, after the real report interview or article and, and after, uh, um, uh, Linda Alexander, uh, wrote that book, um, I uh, forget the name of it, whatever it is. Uh, anyway, I, 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 she followed me around for a year and got interviews from from a lot of the other stars in the industry and producers and stuff. And what was really funny, um, uh, oh, uh, Dorothy from Kansas meets the Wizard of X is the <laughs> title of that book. Wow! Uh, but after that, I kind of just emptied my guts out on that particular project. And uh, I mean, it, really, it was a year in the making. And when I got a Lifetime Achievement Award, that was kind of like the end of that era for me anyway. And I just kind of wiped my hands clean and and say, okay, I've pretty much said it all. But yeah, I, you know, I've I wanted to, but um, I just don't know if I can remember any much, you know, it, a lot of this stuff anymore, you know, getting up. I'm, hell, I'm 75. All and, right. uh, to go back well, to the early you? 70s would be difficult. Let
2: and me I, make
4: uh, a, let me make
2: a suggestion to you. Yeah. Uh, I'll begin by saying you're the only porn star I ever met who uses the word perhaps. Huh. <laughs> you have a refinement Perhaps. you have a refinement about you and a way of thinking that is slow and measured and cautious and in depth of yourself I would think you don't need to tell the Eric Edwards typical autobiography of your life in the business that's who's barking <laughs> that. Ruff, ruff, ruff. It's not me. God, <laughs> um, that part has already been told, and as you just explained very well in a number of ways, you could use those any piece piece of that along the way to fill fill in any parts of the story that you want to fill in. What I'd like from you is your thoughts now about all of that. Not you reliving. Then I was in this movie. Then I fucked her. Then I did. No, you don't do that. That's done. But your yeah. point of view now—be the laser shining on yourself, and all those lights blast off over. The, what? Look at the what those lights are. Where, where, that's in your brain. Every little thing. Oh yeah. Then what are the what are the gems in your mind that you want to share with people before you go? Because you want to co—you want to co-author with me. I'd be glad to help you right. any way you want. I, I mean, you are you
4: no really. I'm really you're telling fantastic.
2: You, I'll be glad to read what you what you come up with. But it's all love, in your head.
4: It's I love there. both of your books. You know what? Well, so do yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll bet you do. Not <laughs> if I could only figure out how to sell them, <laughs> that would be really something. But I don't yeah. have that skill. I need one Jeremy for that. He doesn't even like me. So what am I going to do?
4: Well, listen. I really appreciate the advice because uh, yeah, I need a kick in the ass every once in a while. And uh, it, not that that's a kick in the ass, but it's a nice little, you know, peck, perhaps on the cheek, perhaps. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you're cool, and well, you know, I, I, I love you, you guy. And, okay. and I only wish, I only wish that you and I had had more acting screen time together, because I think we would have been, you know, really fabulous. Well, would we're have not been dead.
6: Fun. We're not dead yet. Right, and well, I'm still waiting for my DP. I have yet to do that because they come back. Can I get a DVD? Oh my
5: God. <laughs> Perhaps one can be arranged.
6: Perhaps.
4: <laughs> Perhaps. This was, um, well, I'm, I'm the unmarried one, so I'm game. Oh, okay. I'm um, game.
6: Can I get your address?
4: <laughs> you betcha. <laughs>
6: I uh, mean, in the
0: mountains. Sure. sure. Getting back to Billy That's D. This was, to uh, be,
6: right up in the mountains. Hey, Billy D. Billy oh, this D. Is, uh,
0: this is when he called Herschel when I was driving and and uh we had a full time talking on, on the phone there and so I know his camera works.
6: <laughs> oh, so,
0: Herschel left the chat, so I don't know if he's busting balls or what. Hey Lloyd is with us. Lloyd, do you have a question for any of the legends that are here today?
8: Oh no, I was just sitting here listening and uh trying to absorb everything I can to uh you know. I don't know. I, I kind of came in Hi, late boy. from work and <laughs> hey hey, how are you?
6: I'm good, honey. How are you? Oh,
8: oh beautiful, Kelly. It's great to see you.
6: It's good to see you too.
8: Um, you're one of my favorites from long ago and uh I love all the uh, uh, Caught uh from Behind and uh Rambone, all those films are fantastic. So thank you.
6: Oh thank you. I appreciate
8: it. You're welcome, thank you. But uh if you need anything
0: signed, we're going to be, uh, Kelly and I are going to be
8: together in about two weeks. We can get something for you even need it. Oh, that sounds fantastic, Patrick. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, so we'll I'll post some stuff. And if you need anything signed, just let me know and we'll get it done.
8: So Oh, sweet. She's Thank got, you. She's going to have about okay, 200 uh, four booth,
6: so. I'm on the cover.
8: So we're going I'm, to... I'm glad that you're able to go. So that's really fantastic.
6: Yeah. I'm very fortunate to go this year. I've never really been to one. So thank God for Patrick and a couple other people that just have kicked me in the ass. This is so new to me, navigating through like the websites and being here and being there. And, you know, I think uh, it, it's been a lesson, it's been a journey, and it's been uh, trials and tribulations. Um, I was recently, you know, diagnosed with um, uh, cystic lymph limb, leukemia. So I've been on oh. a medical trial. Um, but I'm only in like the first date, you know, spirit of first date. So I'm I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm very optimistic and positive. But I try good. to explain to these guys I'm older too, and Patrick gets nervous when I say I'm going to drive. No. I <laughs> <fly>. <laughs> he goes, Are you driving? He says, of course <laughs> I am. <laughs> so wow. I am well, going to be
0: there. Well, good luck. Yeah, the bad part about ex- Exotica is you've got a bunch of. Oh, who is that? Well, who is that? Well, who is that? And then you've got the established stars that don't draw as well when they should be drawing as I mean, Chicago is an old porn town, so that's why uh, Herschel will go over. Well, Herschel didn't go over in Portland. Nobody knew him. Uh, There was one lady, well, one gal really, really knew him, and, and, and he signed some autographs and had some pictures, but Chicago is an older, older porn town. And I really think that both Herschel and Kelly uh, will go over well there. I really do. So I think there's just people going to know them. Um, Portland, uh, I, I just don't think those, those well, they're, they're not going back to Portland. So evidently it didn't work. So um, I was in Denver twice. And uh, that was, old. I don't know why they don't do this in San Francisco. You'd think it would work here. Yeah. you think
6: so, huh? Because since we made a lot of movies up there right exactly
0: yeah but they're uh you know miami is always i guess good and and washington dc is their new city this year which uh, i don't know how that's gonna go i i get nervous when they have these things in december because for a lot of us that's christmas money time for the kids and and um you know what you know little johnny isn't gonna want to get uh up and coming you know <laughs> <laughs> little little Susie's not going to want hindsight, you know, so
3: uh, (laughs) I would also think the weather might make it iffy if you're trying to get people in on the East Coast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, nobody's going to want the the bootleg copy of any sprinkle videos. It's just one of those deals, but um, I think December's a poor time, but that's just me, so.
2: San Francisco has the exotic erotic ball, which is around uh, Halloween.
3: Mm-hmm. I remember going to a few of those. Those were a lot of fun.
2: I think I, think I went to about that.
3: three or four of those. They had them out at the Cow Palace. Then they moved them out to Treasure Island. Then they
2: were doing the Richmond Parkway, and then it got canceled. They're not doing them anymore? No.
6: Oh, that's okay. It's been
3: a few years.
6: Well,
3: I think the 2008 recession kind of killed them. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
6: we and we haven't talked. in um, in October that I'm, I'm going to be at. It's a. Uh, sponsored uh, by them but it's yeah. in Cleveland
0: yeah maybe um um our other friend can help you out up there and get your booth lined up and stuff. uh Jason oh
6: yes yes we yes. talked about
0: it. he's close to that and hey, we haven't heard a whole lot from Sean Elliott tonight Sean uh uh have you seen any Billy D movies or I don't think you would have worked with them, but
5: uh, no I, I didn't work well first of all uh happy fourth everybody and uh You know, it's fun. No, I I actually was researching a little bit. I wanted to come on here for two reasons. I had seen that a lot of people were going to be on this Zoom, a lot of people that had worked in the industry too. And uh, so I researched a little bit about Billy. I knew of him when I left the business after the short time I was in it. Uh, I didn't see a lot of stuff, but if I may take my moment, it's funny sitting here because uh, it, maybe somebody like Kelly wouldn't know. I, I was in from like 81 to 84. I, I was doing mm-hmm. legit on a soap opera called Another World. And I was doing some film and I was trying to make it there. And then I was doing uh, adult films. And I'm looking at at uh, Rob and, and I've talked to Richard. I could think that we're friends now and Eric. And, and I was looking at who I worked with and had dialogue with, because you're talking about John Leslie and I worked with John and Joey Silvera, in two movies and had dialogue with them. Uh, Rob doesn't remember me, I'm sure, but he and I were on I do. I firestorm. stepped over you. You stepped over You remember me. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah.
4: I almost though. tripped.
5: <laughs> yeah. And I say uh, in firestorm, but the thing yep. about, while well, uh, Rob's here. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, um, Uh, you know you forget the names you go you go to uh, stage name then you go back to regular but uh the coolest thing I was I was so not young I was in my late 20s but I was young in the business it's like my seventh or eighth movie or something like that and uh Rob was at the pool like superstar man I mean this was like like to your book Howie. there was the stars and the a-listers well this is an a-lister and I'm sitting there doing my little thing and I got John Leslie I'm about to do a scene with and tigger who you worked with in the best movie of all time for my money and and uh rob's there at the pool and you had the silver thing on your under your chin if i remember correctly you had one of those uh thing reflectors like that you would use to get a tan i'm not positive but in my mind's eye you did and you were laying out tanning at the pool just kicking back and um I forgot the girl who was like the main character there. I, I don't, did she have a sex scene? But it was all about her. And you, you were like bullshitting with her. And I was just sitting there going, God, it's great to be in this business.
2: <laughs> and
5: uh, so you were very cool uh, to me. Very nice. I worked with Arbola, Rob Kern. I worked with uh, Bobby Astor. We had a great scene in Peepholes together. It was fantastic. I thought really good dialogue uh benedetti did that so i've worked with a lot of the guys too we talked about the girls you talk about patrick that i've got lucky to work with but i worked with a lot of the good guy ron hud i mean uh, jeremy like in every movie was my fucking father or my sheriff this guy there wasn't a poor it's like my dog doesn't find a tree doesn't like the piss out ron wasn't in a movie in York. every single one but he was always my dad my brother my uncle or something so i'm really blessed to have been in that business. Those, with Bernard's and with Studio 54 and the Mud Club, the, the East Coast, man, for me, in those days, I, I was working with the best. And I'm very grateful to have had that opportunity. Uh, I, I do have a regret. I should have stayed around five or six year, years more. But then they would have known me. And so when I go to the restaurant, nobody knows me. So that's kind of good. <laughs> but I'm very appreciative. And Richard Pacheco, I wish I would have gone out to California because I've become friends with him. Hindsight, great book buy it plug plug um and a good guy so i appreciate your time i appreciate coming on this and learning from you all it's pretty cool
0: I had, uh, I had lunch the other day with uh lynn leMay and there's her card right there she signed that anyway um she's in a little bitty town in uh, uh south dakota and nobody knows her and she says that's just fantastic and uh she worked at a truck stop and that's where she met her husband but uh you know she's she says great just not to be known. But uh, I had Billy D. This is one of my favorite movies. I had, um, uh, let me share something here real quick. I had Sake sign this poster a while back. And um, she charged me $25 a letter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the time I, I mailed the poster and got it back, and her fee, oh, it, was, it was $25 a letter. So anyway, uh, it was $100 to mail it and mail it back and then have her sign it. So anyway, and then all she wrote was Seca. Didn't write anything else, but uh, Susanna French, uh, Billy Dee's wife signed it there. And then um, Billy signed it down here. And it, it's a special poster because not only does it have Seika in it, um, it also has um, uh, Bill Margo, uh signed it. He uh he had a scene he was a cop and uh Seca had to give him a blow job and they kept cutting the, the time of his scene down first he had a uh 10 minute scene and then he said i had a five minute scene and then it was down to like minutes and then he said uh because everybody should write this on a poster uh 10 second pop shot proven in this one they gave him 10 seconds
3: <laughs> Jeez.
0: That was what he had for a scene. So but anyway, a nice um I'll probably I will probably never get Mike Ranger on it. Um understood that um uh, one of the guys that is uh in the movie uh is very ill. He's got stage something or other cancer and he's not gonna sign it. You know, it, there'd be no way to get it to him. And and I, I I you know, if somebody's got stage four cancer, the last thing I'm gonna say is you want to sign my poster? No, Man, I'm going to do that to him. So, but uh, yeah, he he was in he's in bad shape, and um, so I'm not going to do that. But I got the signatures I want. If um, if uh, what's his face would ever find uh, Lee Carroll, I'd like to get that to her and have her sign it as well too. But it's you no know, big I've got the ones on there I want. And with Bill's signature on there, anything I've got with Bill's signature on it, I hate sending out because. He's dead and I'm never gonna get it again. If I lose the poster, I'd feel terrible. So uh, uh, Herschel wrote on one of my posters I had uh
8: Zuntai. Uh, Thank
0: you. Does
6: anyone know what happened?
0: Because I don't want I don't want some shit written
8: on it, but uh,
0: this was called the uh, the legend of Ron Jeremy. And uh,
3: I have that. I have, the, I have the movie. I have the DVD. I got it signed by Ron. At, uh, he was appearing at the Hustler Club in San Francisco for one of
0: their anniversaries. Herschel wrote a, next time, buy one of my movies. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I remember that
2: advertising of Ron Jeremy on that. It's, it's the most unlikeliest porn star.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: When, you, when you've got a 12-inch dick, what is unlikely about being exactly. a porn star?
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I should have wrote the book, Unlikely. I couldn't get a date to the prompt.
0: He was in a movie uh, I really enjoyed. It was kind of campy. It was uh, him and, and Veronica Hart. It was called um, One-Eyed Monster. And I a, saw that. Yeah, and I the bus that. driver gets off the bus, and he says, to Ron, he says, Ron, how long's your dick? And the Ron says, I have three quarters. He's, oh, damn, I owe my mom $10. <laughs> 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 Funniest lines in the movie, but anyway. <laughs>
2: Well, I have, a, I have a Chicago story to tell you. I, all right, good. Came up. I
6: Obviously, have one quick question. I'm going to leave you guys. I'm sorry, I, I didn't trouble. Does ahead. anybody go know ahead. what happened to Patty Petit? Has and does anybody know?
8: Uh, Patty, I wondered that too. She um didn't wasn't she in a car
0: accident? To have a leg? Well, amputee? they
6: say that she was, and that she lost a leg. But now, along the way, I tried to reach out. I was told that it was just a myth that the industry came up with. But then I know that Tiffany Clark died. Didn't she in the accident as well? No, no.
5: Oh, she she is, didn't. She's a friend of mine. On I'm friends you. with her. No, she and didn't. Uh,
6: she in the, they say she was in the car with her. Yeah. Oh, no.
5: Someone I don't know. Was. She just has a life that's private now. She has under her own name and right. she's fine. I,
6: all right. Yeah. I just want to. She was like my my side cohort. So.
8: Yeah, I'm I loved sure. you guys.
6: Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Love you. Hey, we'll and we'll see in a
8: couple weeks, Kelly. Nice, nice
6: to meet you. Nice, nice to see, see you. you.
0: Nice to meet you.
6: You too. We'll see you soon, Patrick.
0: You bet. Bye bye. Bye
6: bye, Kelly. Bye bye, Eric. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. <laughs> okay, Richard, your Chicago story.
2: So my Chicago story. So we're shooting this movie that uh, never came out, the big budget one, and we're um, on location in Chicago, and we're shooting with police protection, and it's me and Seika, and um one day on the set everybody all they're talking about is the godfather is making its network premiere on television and everybody on the cast is they're going to have parties at the hotel godfather parties my experience of the x-rated industry is they worship the godfather uh as filmmaking everything about it everybody in the in the production has some aspect that they worship the sound they worship the the lighting everything so uh all day we're gonna have this party at the hotel blah 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 and seika says to me do you give a shit about this no i'd seen the godfather three times already and in fact be on tv they're gonna ruin it they're gonna cut out all the blah blah i don't care about that she said good i'll take you out to dinner tonight so she takes me to a restaurant i remember the name is kelly mondelli does anybody know that the restaurant in chicago Kelly Mondelli is what sticks in my mind. It's a mafia fucking joint. And this is 1982. All the guys are in open shirts with gold chain disco looking things. Every woman in there has tits out the ear with the (laughs) massive cleavage. And I'm thinking I'm sitting there with Seika and, and, you know, she's my, my brought me into this world. And I'm thinking they're all fucking watching The Godfather. I'm having dinner with them, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't look oh. at any. I couldn't look at any woman. I wouldn't look below the neck because they're with these guys. <laughs> and I would. You know, ah. I'm just. I'm making sure my eye, <laughs> eye line is above, above the kid line. That's it my show. Um, uh,
0: Five thirty-six West Erie Street,
2: Kelly Mondelli. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I remembered that because I said, I want to remember that name. Food was good.
0: <laughs> it shouldn't surprise anyone. The outfit. All right. Anything else good for the cause while we talk about uh, Billy I do have one thing that um, I don't know how many people uh, know Rob Spallone, but his father passed away today and Joe Spallone. and Joe was a major figure in, in movie distribution or something like that. It had a lot to do with the industry. Uh, on the East Coast, and so we certainly send our our, our thoughts with uh, Rob spalone as he lost his dad today. Only, I think that the, it would be fitting that if you're going to die, die on the 4th of July and bring it in with a bang. I think that's probably what Joe did, and I think that Joe probably waited for Rob to get there, too. I know that's kind of a, uh, a death thing where sometimes it's just like people just wait for you, and then they die, but um, Rob flew in, and they put him in the hospice, two days ago, and then he passed away early this morning. So that's a, a sad deal there for a
2: When it comes to Billy D, I was wondering if anybody has any knowledge about his uh, religious life. Uh, is, he, is he taking the position of that I'm the sinner and that I'm saved now and all that? And now I'm good? Because he did go through that phase a long time ago where that was, you know, that, that's happened. I think it's happened with a lot of people. It happened with John Leslie once when uh, right at the peak of his career, he uh, somebody scared him with hell and he calls me up and he says, I'm quitting the business. And uh I said, why? He said, cause we're all, I don't want to go to hell. I mean, he's scared. He's like freaking out. Um, and I had had a, an experience where <laughs> uh, earlier in my life, my best friend thought he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. And, um, <laughs> That's in my second book, is what it's all. That's all about that. Anyway, it scared the hell out of me, and I dealt with a lot of these issues then. But here was John Leslie telling me all this stuff, and somebody had just spooked him, and I was trying to, you know, bring him back to earth and uh, see uh, what I could do for him. Um, His religious conversion lasted (laughs) seven days, and then he was back to being John Leslie again. And I was wondering what happened with Billy D, because I know that he went through like born again, I think was an expression back in those days. Um, He went on that ride and I don't know that he ever came out of it. Um, He obviously made more movies because this was, I'm talking about mid 80s. So um, if he went, lasted till 96, he clearly moved beyond it. But now I know he's working as a minister and I'm wondering what his ministry is like, Um, whether how he incorporates his past. Is it something that he views as a misspent youth or is it something he's incorporated into like you know sex is a gift from god enjoy it i don't know what he's doing
0: i don't know either and i, I, I if he would have if that was his premise now he'd have never agreed to it um i don't think I, I think he'd have just dropped the topic and and uh to tell you the truth
5: not to get deep i was wondering just to cross my mind not you said that howie that maybe one day he's He's fine, and then another day he's reflecting in some kind of thing because he's a minister and then cops out for himself, you know, and maybe he's not – it sounds like something's unresolved because to to miss it twice, you know, You know, a, a, what is it? A blind squirrel gets a nut. So, I mean, he would have made it the second time. I, maybe he's got unresolved issues, and hopefully he figures out what he wants to do. Like, this yeah. is what I did, and this is uh, what I did, and I, I accept it, or I want to leave it. Right. that's just what was running through my head
0: anyway. yeah yeah and that, and that could be so anyway he'll have to he'll answer that someday and, and that'll be that but maybe we can have him join us just as a guest uh, when somebody else is on or something like that so but anyway next week we're going to have a preview of who's all going to be at exotica and I had a, a turnaround here but uh, yeah Herschel is uh, right across from a very popular is a very popular booth. Yeah, it's a dildo company or a vibrator company or a sex toy company. <laughs> Herschel's right a fucking deep
7: this vibrator.
0: Yeah, I got your fucking vibrator. Anyway,
2: right, here. <laughs> right here. Right here with your vibrator.
0: And then uh, I got Kelly Kelly is on the other side, not facing the the company. Uh, Corlin, Jewel, she'll be here with us next week. Uh, Gigi will be here. They got her by the bathrooms. That's terrible. Um... Anyway, so several people who are going to be at Exotica in a couple weeks in Chicago are going to be with us next week, and It's going to be fun to kind of talk about. So that's uh, that's. What are I'm you doing
5: the Zoom from there?
0: Um. The, yeah. will be the, uh, on the 18th. It's at six o'clock. It's right after the booth closes. I'll take my laptop and video camera, and we'll go somewhere. I don't know if we'll be at the uh, convention center, or if we'll be back in the hotel by then, but. I'll okay. set up. I'll set up in the lobby so there's some traffic and we can catch maybe Evan Stone or somebody to come over and and shoot the shit with us for a while.
5: That would be cool. Yeah. So yeah,
3: gonna, that'd be fun. I'm
0: gonna try and get Kelly some income with some photos and and uh, customized uh, solo videos. I did that with. Uh, I'm doing that with uh, Corlin as well too. So uh, you make it, you it's thirty dollars for three minutes and fifty dollars for six minutes and I get to sit there and hold a video camera and or at my, my phone and and uh have her do what they do best so okay. well Pat you've becoming
2: quite the uh godfather or a, not I that's a poor term I would right. say
0: uncle uncle Pat yeah. to a, lot, a lot of women in the industry here yeah and it's just like well you know um Kelly wouldn't have a chance in hell if if we didn't pull some strings and get some things going and I she can probably admit that too. Um, that I said, Kelly, it's time to go. It's it's, it's time to do this. I, I keep urging Herschel. I mean, there's no old timers that are going to the shows, and uh, Ron Jeremy isn't making it anymore. Uh, and Ron, or I mean, and Herschel was a personality from back in the day. Not saying that anybody else here wasn't, but he was kind of he is recognizable, and um, sometimes you kind of even get shy about it, which is different, but anyway, uh, so we'll get Herschel there and, and Kelly there and, and hope for the best and hope that Kelly makes a ton of money and, um, gets, gets some things in her life straightened out as well. And I know she's, she's got this leukemia stuff. I don't know exactly what, where the progression that is, but we need to get a handle on that and just to help her out a little bit. And I noticed that, um, um, I can't Misty. Misty Reagan, um, if if she would have wanted to sign, she's got a husband that doesn't care for her past life. But I mean, her her home burned down the other day. Nice. I really felt. That, I really felt bad. And it's like if we would have had some stuff to go, we could have helped her out maybe with a private signing of some sort or a little bit of a fundraiser help her out replace a car. She's in a, a a super eight right now and um uh it's just terrible. And so but sadly her hubby doesn't like what her previous profession was, so I can't send her anything to sign uh otherwise we would or do something. And then she said she had some memorabilia she wants to sell me. Well, that's probably all burned up right now too. So oh god. Yeah. Maybe
5: she has a friend, Patrick. You're such a good guy. Maybe if you talk, because we have a mutual friend that's yeah. doing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe there's an outlet where she can get that forward and Bye. get to help her out. Oh, you yes, know, yes. I, I
0: don't can, know. If I can work on that, I'll certainly try it. But, boys, it's, it's, uh, she was a starlet back in the day, too. She was. Yep.
2: I, mean, yeah. I remember the name.
5: I remember the
0: name. Uh, she was in, yep. Desiree Cousteau was one of my favorite movies of all time. And she was in that, so. Desiree just happened to be selling Avon that day and uh, the, the homeowner wouldn't answer the door. So she just walked in and uh, Misty Reagan was masturbating on a bed. So <laughs> that happens every day. Let
5: me ask Patrick, Eric, and uh, Richard, because uh, uh, um, it says that on the thing, Howie and Rob, you know, like in New York, you had all the, down on eighth, you had the background that we, we saw in a, was it Charles uh, on, um, you know, the, the mm-hmm. adult, the show world and all that, but you had the theaters with the marquees and uh, and all that. Did they have that in L.A.? I had never gone to L.A. to shoot anything, so did they have a, an area of L.A. that had theaters with neon
2: or anything like that or or, or no?
1: No, it was, it was spread out. It well, was. You had, the,
2: you had the Pussycat Theater. Yeah, the Pussycat yeah Theater. but it
1: wasn't. He's talking about like an area, uh, Howie, like an area. It wasn't like a concentrated area when I was in L.A., like New York. I saw right. both. That's just my take, you know.
5: So the Pussycat, was that in L.A. proper? Was it in the Valley? Where was the
4: pussycat? It was on Santa Monica Boulevard, just uh, west of Fairfax, I think it was. That's yeah. what, that was where I, I first put my hands in cement, at the opening. It was meeting.
1: isolated. About, 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 about. And, and
5: if I recall, you could not film there. I mean, you, could, you couldn't film in the, back in the day, right? That,
2: it,
1: it, exactly.
4: That's why everybody w- uh, was flown up to San Francisco. That's why San through. Francisco
2: became a center of
4: production. Okay. Yeah, all the all the companies were from L.A. They drive
2: up here at, at tremendous cost to them because they get busted in L.A. They shoot oh, okay. up here. I thought the reverse. Miss. I thought the Mitchell brothers and it started in San Francisco and
5: then you came down to L.A. Uh, later. But no, it actually started in L.A. But they couldn't shoot and they went up
2: there.
4: Mitchell Brothers
2: made true. made four or five movies. Period. They that was it. Major players yeah. at all. Yeah.
4: yeah. They they bust people in LA. Uh, I loved the flight up to San Francisco. It was like 45 minutes. You they just kick back. They pick you up at the airport. They take you to the, the motel. Uh, it was the Howard Johnson's in, in Marin County That's where right. we all stayed. That was wonderful.
2: This one hotel would have four or five productions staying there. And at yeah. midnight, at midnight when you went out in the hallway, everybody's tiptoeing me in everybody's room. It was great. So they owned it. All the
5: PR companies knew this Howard Johnson's and they just slept you guys all up there when they were gonna start the start the gigs. Yeah. That's that's awesome, man. And what yeah. years are we talking? Late 70s to early 80s? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's cool. I, I, I didn't really know how it worked.
2: By nineteen eighty four, LA had started allowing shooting in, in LA it stopped busting. And the same That's Francisco- when it went to video. Right. That's exactly what was going on. And that all happened in, in in the Valley. And then all of a sudden, they weren't coming up here anymore. And uh, what up here became a... The SM crowd got busy up here. They bought, they bought a castle in the Mint called... In, in the Mission District. And they made it an S&M studio. And they did all kind of beat uh, uh, beat 'em up shit. Uh, but that wasn't mainstream porn anymore. That that wasn't sex. That was SM. They In those days... They didn't mix SM with sex because those yeah, movies, yeah. those movies would get busted and convicted. Right, and right. And so the sex movies they had a harder time convicting, but when you put spanking and all that other shit in there, those guys went I to jail. You. I got you, Max. Hartford. And then they went
5: into horror films later. I mean, so well, slashers. slashers, slashers. Yeah. Shit. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that info.
0: Well, next week, again, like I said, we'll have a preview to Exotica. Then on the 18th, we will be from Exotica. And after that, on the 25th, I have um, another good guest. And I can't remember
1: who it is, but we'll know more when I... Patrick, can you help me get this fixed out? I'm going to call Steve anyway, but is there something you can do maybe? All right. right.
5: Call me tomorrow, Eric. Let him close the show. Call me tomorrow. We'll do it. All
1: right.
5: All right.
2: uh, Rob, Rob, Rob. One yeah. idea, one idea at a time. You have an idea, just jot it down. Uh, one 20, at a time, and the, just coll- uh, tw- collect them. And when you get enough, give me a call
0: and we'll talk. The twenty seventh is, um, or the twenty fifth is, um, Pervy the Clown, and uh, Pervy the Pervy. Clown and Kinky Candy.
2: <laughs> oh God!
0: And um, <laughs> Pervy the Clown has a show <laughs> on um, uh, a TV network that you can only get on Roku. That's a real guy. Roku box, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's disgusting. It's really... <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's just dumb. I'm out of the fuck. Anyway,
2: Major um, dumb. Major it's, dumb.
0: It's just uh, so dumb, it's kind of funny, and we're gonna <laughs> find out, let me see here, a little bit more about... Um, yeah, here's Pervy. Um, here's Pervy. He Say
5: the a secret d- word, and there's nuts <laughs> fall <on> your
0: face. I'm to go Pervy.
8: Oh jeez! So it's
0: going to be entertaining, and I hope he wears clown makeup. Uh, I like him. There's em. going to be a clown at uh, at Exotica too. B.J. McNaughty, and her her theme is "Are you down to clown?" so anyway, that's uh, hopefully we'll talk to her too.
5: He's got like a, he's got his mouth is like a a fake, you know, (laughs) a doll. Like you want to stick your dick in it? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you do. (laughs) Anyway, that's what's coming up. We will talk to everybody next week. See you later.